This is the Mainly Plants Podcast. My name is Ryan Furman, and I am a certified plant-based nutritionist and personal trainer. The website is mainlyplants.com or uh, social media at Mainly Plants, and you can contact me a myriad of ways through there. So <clears throat> let's just jump right into it, okay, shall we? I, uh, I want to read to you guys a news article that was presented to me and, um, and then discuss it uh, a little bit. So it's from The Telegraph, and it is titled, Clean Eating is a Ticking Time Bomb that Puts Young at Risk of Fractures. <clears throat> okay, so bear with me. A cult of clean eating is a quote-unquote ticking time bomb that can leave young people with weak bones, the National Osteoporosis Society has warned. Research by the charity shows that 4 in 10 of those aged between 18 and 24 have tried such regimes, which are now coming under the attack for cutting out uh, major food groups such as dairy. The diets have become increasingly fashionable and are associated with a number of celebrities who have boasted how they have cut out gluten, dairy, grains, and refined sugars. Could quote-unquote clean eating be putting your health at risk? But the charity said many of those following the trends had no idea that cutting out major food groups could jeopardize their long-term health with bones still developing in early childhood, uh, still developing in early adulthood. I'm sorry. The craze has been associated with a number of celebrities, many of whom have now moved to disassociate themselves from such habits, as well as on social media. Earlier this year, London sisters Jasmine and Melissa Hemsley moved to to distance themselves from quote-unquote clean eating, saying their emphasis was on eating foods without additives, not on restriction. But the charity's survey of more than 2,000 adults found 70% of those aged between 18 and 35 are or have been on a diet, with those aged between 18 and 24 most likely to have tried quote-unquote clean eating. Dairy, a major source of calcium, which protects the bones, was one of the key food groups targeted. In total, more than 20% of those such age had cut or severely restricted intake of milk or cheese. This group were far more likely than older adults to be getting their information about health and diets from blogs, vlogs, and other social media. Experts said the trends were putting the generation at significant risk of developing osteoporosis, a condition that causes bones to become fragile and break easily in later life. Professor Susan Lanham New, clinical advisor to the National Osteoporosis Society and professor of nutrition at the University of Surrey, says, Diet in early adulthood is so important because by the time we get into our late 20s, it is too late to reverse the damage caused by poor diet and nutrient deficiencies and the opportunity to build strong bones has passed. Half of all women and one in five men develop osteoporosis after the age of 50. Broken bones, also known as fractures, caused by osteoporosis can be very painful and slow to recover from. A poor diet for those in their teens and early 20s now could see a significant rise in the numbers of people suffering fractures and the complications associated with them in the future. Professor Lanham New said, Without urgent action being taken to encourage young adults to incorporate all food groups into their diets and avoid particular quote-unquote clean eating regimes, we are facing a fracture, or future where broken bones will become just the norm. 
We know that osteoporosis is a painful and debilitating condition, and young adults have just one chance to build strong bones and reduce their risk of developing severe problems in later life. The charity is urging parents and grandparents to talk to young people about the risks from their diet. The campaign, called A Message to My Younger Self, is being led by well-being and beauty expert Liz Earle, who said she feared the pressures on her own daughters from social media. She said, quote, When I was growing up, my meals weren't photographed and shared on social media. The pressure young women are under to match what their idols on Instagram are eating is really high. End quote and end news article. Uh, if you want to call it a news article. So let's talk about this, okay? So they're talking about you know fashionable diets that have cut out uh, food groups, gluten, dairy, grains, and refined sugars. Well, let's take the most obvious, well, not the most obvious, but let's take uh, refined sugars first. Refined sugars are terrible for you. Refined sugars have the same effect on the brain as cocaine. It's an addiction, and it will eventually kill you if you have a sugar addiction, okay? To say that removing certain food groups and then naming off refined sugars as one is detrimental to your health is irresponsible and incorrect, and it will make people sicker. Um, Notice how they don't really get into specifics in this article. They just say, by removing uh, certain food groups, but not telling you which ones, just naming off some food groups, um, they're being very vague. Um, and they also, quote, say something to the effect of, where is it? Um, a poor, quote unquote, a poor diet for those in their teens and early 20s. Okay, so what is what are you considering a poor diet? I mean, eating Twinkies nonstop 24 hours a day is a poor diet, but eating dairy 24 hours a day is a poor diet. So what, what they don't specify anything in this. And well, I'll get into why I think that is in, in a bit, but they also say that dairy, a major source of calcium, which protects the bones was one of the f- key food groups targeted uh, of the elimination, uh, in, in diet, you know, in quote-unquote clean eating, leading to uh, broken bones and osteoporosis and reduced calcium. Um, dairy actually causes broken bones. Dairy leaches your bones of calcium. Dairy causes osteopenia and osteoporosis. Uh, your bones become more brittle when you have more dairy in your diet because it's leaching the calcium in your body to uh, maintain homeostasis of your pH balance in your body, okay? So, just as a comparison, in 100 calories of milk, there are 245 milligrams of calcium. In 100 calories of arugula, there are 1,300 milligrams of calcium. In 100 calories of spinach, there are 450 milligrams of calcium, compared to the 245 milligrams of calcium in milk. So to say that limiting dairy or to insinuate that eliminating dairy is uh, is dangerous and will cause osteoporosis later in life and how broken bones will just become the norm, again, is irresponsible and is factually incorrect. I don't care how you slice it. You know, if you want to say that I'm skewed because I'm 100% plant-based, go for it. But then also go and look at the research. 
And the research will show you exactly what I'm telling you. That when you introduce dairy to your diet, you are leaching calcium from your bones. When you introduce uh, dark leafy greens to your diet, which are abundant in calcium, you are not leaching your bones. You are adding calcium to your body. So the facts are there. And for people like uh, Susan Lanham New, a professor uh, of nutrition, she's either not looking at the whole data or she is being very vague. And if she's being very very vague, it's for a reason. And my reason would be that she has some sort of link or tie to the dairy industry or to the FDA, which has a tie to the dairy industry. Um, you know, it's, it's people like this who are doing a disservice. And it's people like um, who are writing the article. Uh, I don't think there is a, there's no byline on this. Let me see if I can dig a little deeper here. Uh, Laura Donnelly, she is a health editor at telegraph.co.uk. It's people like Laura Donnelly and Susan Lanham New who give you partial facts in order to skew a story, who give you partial facts in order to get their prerogative across. And by doing so, they're going to make people very sick. And people don't, I've never, I shouldn't say 100% of people, but I've never heard of anyone, man or woman, uh, centering their diet or a diet, if it's going to be a brief amount of time, around pictures that they find online. Usually people dig a little deeper and find out what they want to give up or why they want to give it up and then look for recipes around that diet. You know, I, I, it's, hard, it's hard for me to understand that social media is the driver of sickness. And that's kind of what they were getting at here. Social media is causing people to, to adopt these quote-unquote clean eating diets that will eventually make you sicker. And that's fucking insane. Social media, people, people are narcissistic. That's why people use social media. I mean, humans by nature, I'm not, I mean, listen, don't take offense to it, but everybody wants a few likes on their picture, right? You post to Instagram, you post to Facebook because you want people to see it and, and agree with it or like it or whatever it is. And that's fine. I do it too. But to say that social media is the downfall of, the, of, of people's diets and, and broken bones are just going to be the norm is preposterous. The downfall of the Western diet is dairy and cattle and animal products all animal products that's the downfall how can you how can you even suggest that social media is the problem when the real problem is factory farming the real problem is clear cutting uh, forests in the Amazon for cattle grazing and the effects that that has <clears throat> or the effects that dairy have on your body or the effects that meat have on your body or that animal products give you cancer. Or that animal products cause diabetes. Or Alzheimer's. Or all these major diseases and disorders. But no, 
they want to say that quote-unquote clean-eating fad diets found on social media are going to be the problem. And maybe they are for a little bit, for a, few, for, for a, 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 uh, a very small population of people who just look at something, don't do any research, and then decide to only eat that, which I can't imagine is the majority. You know, it, it, it's just, if you look at the facts, again, you know, if you go back, listen to my podcasts, there are countless facts that I give you. Look at the blog on mainlyplants.com. There are countless facts. Just do a simple Google search. There are countless facts, facts, evidence that a whole food, plant-based diet is the optimum source for health and that eating dairy or other animal products will in fact cause disease and disorder and other problems within your body. Not to mention the global and environmental effects and, 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 and ethical reasons. Those aside. But, I mean, this, this article is so vague. There's no evidence given in this entire thing. They talk about some study. They don't give, you the, they don't give me the study. <clears throat> they don't even give me a link to the study. They just talk about some study done that... Uh, they restricted their diets. Okay. Are, were they just eating uh, tomatoes 24-7? And that was it? Because you do that with anything, you'll get sick. But, but if you're eating a whole food, plant-based diet, a varied whole food, plant-based diet, and if you don't know what that means, listen to the last podcast or, or the last blog. But if you're eating that kind, that kind of food, this is not an issue. And I, I challenge anybody who disagrees or who feels differently, get a blood test done, a full blood panel. I'm talking about cholesterol, hormones, body inflammation, everything. Get that done. Compare it to mine. I guarantee you, you are worse off. Guaranteed. 100% guaranteed. Because... When you eat a whole food plant-based diet, your body is at perfect homeostasis. And do genes play into it sometimes? Sure, sometimes. The vast majority of the time, they do not. Doctors will tell you, oh, it's in your genes. But that's because they don't know two shits from nutrition. It's not in your genes. Okay. It's in your diet. It's in your act. Your 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 uh, the way that you live your lifestyle, how active you are. You know we don't have high cholesterol because we have a deficiency in Crestor. That's not a reason. We have high cholesterol because we eat a bunch of bullshit, because we eat saturated fats, because we eat a shitload of animal products, because we eat so much dairy. Our triglycerides aren't high because we have, you know, a, a deficit of Lipitor. That's not a reason. The reason is because of what you're eating. You're eating refined sugars. You're eating animal products. You're eating meat. You're eating cheese. This is all stuff that will kill you. You will get sick later in life. And more of your years in your later life will be sick years. So what's the point? 
You want to <clears throat> enjoy your later years. You, what, I mean, what are you working for now? You are trying to build a nest egg, right? You want to build your, your bank account and grow your worth so that in your later years, you don't have to work and you can enjoy your life. You can go travel the world, but you, don't, you can't do that if you're sick, right? If you're, if you're 100 pounds overweight and exhausted all the time and towing a, an, an oxygen tank, that's, that's not any way to live. You want to be healthy so that you can enjoy time with your kids and your grandkids and, and enjoy what you've worked so hard for all these years. And it's studies and it's it's news articles like that, like this, that are fucking up people's perspectives on things. Because you look at this and unless you really sit down and think about it and do a little bit of digging and find out the facts, you're going to say, well, shit, I need to eat more dairy. And that's a disservice and it's untrue. And it pisses me off, quite frankly. And, you know, there were a couple people mentioned in this. Um, let's see here if I can find it real quick. Um, the, the campaign called A Message to My Younger Self uh, that, that the Osteoporosis Society is launching is being led by well-being and beauty expert Liz Earle. What the fuck kind of credentials are those? Well-being and beauty expert? How about naturopath or or uh, any kind of registered dietitian or nutritionist well-being and beauty expert what does that even mean you know there are so many problems with this and it's it it i read this and i read it again and i read it a couple more times and it it blows my mind you know they have a couple like bullet points here um 70% of 18 to 35-year-olds are or have been on a diet. Great bullet point. What does that even mean? What, what, what do their diets entail? That's such a, a generic survey. 18 to 24-year-olds 24 are most likely to have tried the clean eating lifestyle. Fantastic. Maybe it's because we are more open or younger people are more open to changing their ways. Oh, there was something else in here about... Um, where was it? Let me see if I can find it real quick. Um, so hold on. Um, it was something to the effect of... Oh, I wish I could find it real quick. Um, stand by with me real quick. Um, okay, so uh, Professor Susan Lanham, do you remember? She's the, the uh, health doctor. Um, says, diet in early adulthood is so important... Because by the time we get into our late 20s, it is too late to reverse the damage caused by poor diet and nutrition deficiencies. And the opportunity to build strong bones is passed. That's also factually incorrect. You can be 55 years old. You can be 95 years old. You can be 105 years old or you can be 25 years old. And you can re change your diet and you can reverse damage caused by poor diet and nutrition deficiencies. It's never too late. A whole food plant-based diet will stop, slow down, and or reverse disease and disorder in a body of any age. That is a fact. 100% fact. So to say that by your late 20s it's too late, what kind of bullshit is this? They have a little, uh, a little about clean eating section here. While clean eating is a huge phenomenon, 
particularly on social media, there is no universally applicable definition of the term. However, the lifestyle tends to follow these general principles. So I want you to, to hear me real quick or hear what they're saying. There is no universally applicable definition of term. Okay, so they're using clean eating willy-nilly throughout the article, but they're admitting, self-admitting that there's no definition for it. However, these are the general principles that they're just going to make up for clean eating. Avoiding processed foods. I'll agree with them. That's great. You should avoid eating processed foods. Eating lots of vegetables, preferably organic. Seeds and whole grains such as barley, amaranth, and quinoa. So far, so good. Relatively little carbohydrates, instead preferring protein and healthy fats such as coconut oil. Um, that is, I do not agree with that. Uh, you can have as many, oh, my dog's dreaming. Can you hear him? Dexter. Hey. Man, he crashed out hard. Okay, sorry about that. So, uh, relatively little carbohydrates, instead preferring protein and healthy fats such as coconut oil. Um, have as many carbohydrates as you want. As long as they're from natural sources, go for it. You know? As long as they're from uh, whole foods and they're plant-based, eat as many carbohydrates as you want. And preferring protein? No, no, no. Protein is over-exaggerated. So you don't even need, I mean, you don't even need to count your macros. Healthy fats, absolutely, I'll agree with that. But little carbohydrates and preferring protein? No, no, no. Just eat a whole food, varied plant-based diet. They also say a more frequent but smaller meals. Um, no, that's actually an old way of thinking. That, that eating frequent small meals will accelerate your metabolism. That's been proven to be false. In fact, periods of fasting have been shown to be healthier for your body. Um, cooking at home with good ingredients. Thanks for that general, uh, that general term, good ingredients. What, are, what would you call good ingredients? How about cooking at home with whole food plant-based ingredients? Unprocessed ingredients. They say good ingredients. So, you know, they're about 50% there, but uh, they, wanna, they, wanna, uh, they want to cast this, this, this big net over their whole article saying that, quote-unquote, clean eating is bad for you. It's just, it's so, it's so retarded. This article is so dumb. But I'm glad it was brought to my attention because hopefully some, somebody listened to this podcast and was concerned about that, uh, that news article prior to this will now understand that there's nothing to worry about. There just isn't. Um, if I wasn't clear about anything or if you want some clarification on something or have a question, please email me, ryan at mainlyplants.com. I want to get into shifting gears. Um, our plant of the week, and that is onions. Okay, so onions. The phytochemicals in onions, along with their vitamin C, help boost your immune system. So onions and in the same regard, you know, green onion, shallots, um, garlic, they are great for boosting your immune system. Onions contain chromium, which assists in regulating blood sugar. So great for people with diabetes um, or, I mean, they're great in general. For centuries, onions have been used to reduce inflammation and heal infections. They are, in addition to uh, antiviral, they are antibacterial. So they are good for, you know, viral infections, bacterial infections, cut scrapes, burns, stuff like that, and body inflammation. So raw onions 
as opposed to cooked, obviously. Lower the production of LDL cholesterol. That's the bad cholesterol. So it's really good for your heart health, really good for your cardiovascular system. So eating raw onions will help to reduce your bad cholesterol. There is a really powerful compound in onions called quercetin. And what that does is it is anti-cancer. There have been studies that have shown that quercetin will help prevent cancer. So that's and it's found in onions. So it is anti-cancer as well. It's also good for uh, bee stings. So if you juice an onion and put it on the uh, the uh, bee sting, it's an immediate relief from that pain and burning sensation, which is pretty awesome. Anti antiseptic, antibacterial, antiviral, all these things. They also help prevent gastric ulcers because onions have compounds in them that scavenge for and remove free radicals, which is pretty awesome. And lastly, the the onion greens that you probably just chop off and throw away are bountiful in vitamin A. So don't just toss them. You should chop them up. You can saute them. You can juice them. You can put them in uh, a salad, but don't just throw them to the side. They are full of vitamin A. So before we leave for the week, um, and I know this podcast is specifically health-related, um, and if you don't want to hear a quick ethical thing, um, go ahead and turn it off. That's fine. I have no problem with it, but I had to get it off my chest. Um, you know, we have as humans, and I want I want to give this to you as a takeaway to think real quick. You know, when we buy animal products, meat, dairy, whatever it is in the grocery store, it's an inanimate object, right? We don't really think about it. And that, that same ideal has traveled up the chain to the way that we treat animals um, on farms, in you know, factory farms or, or whatever kind of farm it is, um, at, at dairy factories, what have you, to where the living, breathing animal is being treated as an inanimate object. You know, the way that they slaughter them, the abuses that they go through on a day-to-day basis, the cages that they keep them in. Um, you know, I don't want to get too far into it because it, it's upsetting and it's it's horrifying. Um, I'll give you a couple resources at the end. You can um, go check out if you want and follow up on it. But we are treating these these beings, these high, a lot of the times highly intelligent beings, with the same regard as a telephone or a punching bag or a bathtub or whatever it is. These things have feelings and it's terrible to see the abuses that they have to endure day after day. Um, I really would like people and I would love my listeners to start thinking about that aspect also. Um, Please watch Food Inc. Please watch earthlings uh food inc is available on youtube uh excuse me on netflix streaming uh earthlings is available on youtube they are both very difficult to watch but they are both very necessary to watch if you are unaware of the horrors going on daily that are accepted by billions of people around the world um, please watch them if you 
are not 100% plant-based. At least be informed. You know, I, I don't I don't give you this information to try and scare you into being plant-based. That's your decision. But you should not go through your life being uninformed where your food comes from. In the same regard, in Food Inc., there are uh, there's there are, are segments done about uh, plant-based GMOs and, and where that comes from. So it's both sides of it. It's the animal abuses and it's the it's the uh, the crops that we're growing. So please please watch them. Please let me know your thoughts. There are you know 101 other sources out there to watch, but I think those are good uh, good references to kind of kickstart your uh, your enlightenment if you so choose to. Uh, but you know, it, it's it's hard to it's hard to ignore it daily. Um, you know, I, obviously I'm very immersed in the culture because it's what I do. You know, this the the mainly plants podcast, and and the way that we talk about health is just one aspect of it. But there is also uh, global and and um, environmental concerns as long as, as well with the ethical concerns. So, um, food Inc. And Earthlings for the Ethics. If you decide to go into the environmental, you can watch Before the Flood. You can also watch Cowspiracy. That is uh, the number one that I would recommend for uh, global and environmental. Um, and obviously Health, uh, Forks Over Knives, um, God, Plant Pure Nation. There's a whole bunch on. Veducated is a great one if you're thinking about making the, the, the change to a, a plant-based diet. But I'm going to leave you with that. Uh, please think about it. Please consider watching these. If you uh, have trouble finding them, please email me or contact me some way. Ask me questions. Ask me questions about anything. And until next time, as always, go eat a salad.